Well, hello and welcome everyone that's uh, listening to my podcast. Uh, it's been a while that I made a podcast uh, clip actually. I've been very busy lately, so that's unfortunate. Um, so I thought I'm going to try it again. For the people that have been uh, listening already uh, know that I actually still want to make uh, Stargate uh, podcasts. However, unfortunately, I have uh, clearly a love-hate relationship with uh, Netflix because sometimes apparently they're on there or I have to switch to Amazon to uh, do it again. So uh, I believe uh, this is a moment that the universe said, you know what, to do that in a time uh, or in another time, another place, maybe. We will see when. So I thought it would be nice to uh, talk about some video games. I uh, used to play a lot more video games, and that's probably close to 2005 and before uh, all that. Um, because one of the, now it's way earlier, because I had like uh, a 486 uh, computer for uh, Prince of Persia and those kind of stuff. So it's uh, even way, way uh, back. Sometimes I think I'm like still young, and then I realized by looking at the video games I play, like me. I'm uh, getting to a certain age, let's say. But it's also quite fun for me because um, usually when I talk to people about uh, some of the video games, especially older ones, um, it's quite fun that uh, some people do know them, other people don't. And I get usually very excited about telling about all the stuff I played as a kid. And of course you, uh, uh, get to know new people that way and it, it's always quite fun for me to uh, meet other people that also actually played some of the certain games that I played and I usually play games mostly for the stories like I, I just love stories and uh, the great thing about video games I get reminded myself about the movie Ready Player One is like it feels so much immersive now but back in the day we also already had like a few games that could do that like if you think about video games like halo that was quite exciting uh, exciting of course but also games like prince of persia it's kind of simple uh, simple like it sounds like a mario game like the princess is in danger and you have to save her but still like those, those tiny little details made it very immersive and it made it very cool and then at some point, uh, the game I'm going to talk about, uh, Bioshock came along and it was memorizing for me. Wow, that was so cool. And if you have played this game, you probably have already all kinds of memories in your head about that video game. If you have not played it, I really recommend uh, doing it because it was something so new, so different, with an immersive story. Uh, Bioshock is a first-person shooter game from 2007, and it was launched by Two Gay Games. And one of the great things about this video uh, game, it uh, was the story, because it had a very immersive, but also dark story. Because in the first bit of the game, you start in an airplane, that airplane crashes, you have to swim to a lighthouse, and when you enter, enter the lighthouse, you um, basically get 
I, I don't want to say guided. It's a little bit forced, of course, in the video game to go in a uh, tiny submarine. Holy crap. English, English dude. And you dive down and you reach the underwater world of Rapture. And when you went down and saw all these tiny elements already of that city, like it was marine life or... If you look closely, you could already see like a uh, big daddy walking and it made it feel like, okay, this is alive. This city is alive. This is not just I enter a level and then things come like, no, things are alive. And it made it so incredibly unique. So when you come out of that and start exploring that world you usually also hear in the background uh, all kinds of noises so if you were like a very big headset and it was of course dark so it made it a little bit scary you were literally feeling and looking around like okay what's going on and sometimes you hear like cracks or wood but also when there were enemies like with hooks you look hear them like using that hook uh, over a wall or a roof or something so it, it created a such an immersive feeling and actually if this game would ever could be played in some vr like environment that would be super cool because then <laughs> i think most people will lose their minds but okay um one of the other things in this video game was what what i find totally awesome i played it on the xbox and i think with a controller it was mostly um, much more practical than uh, using a mouse or a keyboard because the dynamic of playing this game uh, was a little bit different because you don't didn't only have weapons you also had plasmids you basically got some kind of superhuman abilities because the people in Rapture they were experimenting with genetics and uh, due to plasmids they got all kinds of abilities to improve themselves so in the game it was kind of cool because of course with right trigger you would like shoot a weapon but with the left one you would use a plasmid and this made the dynamic also very interesting like they teach you like a very in the beginning of the game to use like a lightning bolt to stun an enemy and then use your weapon to basically hit them or shoot them but when you move along in this game you learn that you can combine certain plasmids or you can create different kinds of tactics to basically go up against enemies like i remember that i could also make a whirlwind but put the whirlwind on fire and it was so cool to me i was like so there would for me there, there was a developer who basically thought to make it more immersive things should work like in the real world if you put lightning in water it will um then lightning will of course go everywhere i forgot the uh, english word for it and um that's that's amazing or when there was something with ice you could use fire to melt ice and those kind of stuff but i also find that incredibly funny that when you uh, basically uh, put flames to an enemy and that enemy would also interact with that and go running to a point where there was water 
like that's also very cool because most times you will have a enemy that will just uh, you know jump around and hey i'm on fire etc and it's kind of boring like so this interaction was much more real they would go look for where is water i i need to live and of course what we did when they jump into the water you would use a lightning bolt and they got stunned anyway etc but it made it very immersive because you also are going to think about all the things that you are going to do and the first time you go up against a big daddy for example like they supposedly are more like the bosses in the game and in the beginning they're actually also quite strong that made it uh, quite difficult to do it and when you put it on a higher difficulty city settings it really got also difficult so you really had to use the plasmids the weapons that you have Maybe you would go hack a turret or you have like a helicopter turret with you. And also that part made it interesting, like hacking things to uh, achieve more. And later you get a photo camera to make pictures of everything. And you can excel in certain skills. So it gave you certain abilities. I remember the first time I played the game, I did not use that that much. I used it later and then I realized, oh my God, I have a cloak. I have a cloaking ability now. How cool is this? I did not realize that the first time I went through. So it's also very playable in that way to, to do it again and experiment in different ways on how you want to play this game. And in retrospect, this game came out in 2007 and there were more open world games that came out uh, uh, in that period. But this for me was really a game that made it a new standard made it so different and uh, made you think about stuff and that makes the story in bioshock for example also very interesting because you do not really have an idea what's going on in the story you will find out that when you move on into the game, what is actually going on. And very early on, you already have to choose like what you do with little sisters. Do you see them as consumption of energy? Because you know it's not really a child anymore. Or do you want to save them and let them become a child again? And in the ending, like it's uh, it's not like dynamic, like what Mass Effect has. It's not like the game will change certain elements really in the game it's it's little bits and the ending can go one way or can go other way but still to have that choice early on and then later finding out why you're actually doing what you're doing makes it very interesting that you find out oh there were actually two people that i've been talking to or a few more and they all have a story on what's going on in Rapture because you have no idea. And that's also another great uh, part of this game because you have these audio tapes that you can listen to. And like you can choose to play this game like running and skip most of the thing. But if you want to explore, then in this game you can explore like quite a lot. And it's really, really cool because to this day, I, I, I'm for sure I still have to find stuff to listen to or do and that makes it really cool and I also like those audio logs that you want to 
you know, stand there and listen to all the tiny stories of the people that supposedly have lived there, because it's a video game. But I find it a really great achievement for the people in two gay games that created uh, this video game that they also put all this tiny little Easter eggs in for us to play, to listen to and to interact with, because it makes the entire playtime of that game much, much longer. And you also have something with your friends to talk about. Like, did you listen to this audio log? Uh, did you find this Easter egg? Um, um, what happens um, when I shoot a certain enemy? It's really a mystery Easter egg, uh, uh, let's say. Like I can say it now, it's not really a secret anymore, but there is a enemy in the game. And if you shoot him at jump point, something else happens which I found also very interesting, which turned out to be a secret achievement. Uh, I didn't know. And that that has a little bit of a consequence, but it's kind of funny that uh, you can do that. And, but someone, like there were people thinking about those stuff to make that happen. And I read something that in their previous game, System Shock, they also had like audio things, etc. So it's not, relatively new perhaps for them to put this in video games but for me for having to play that it was a wonderful experience it really was and to this day i still find bioshock a little bit scary like it's literally on my limit of things with you know thriller and horror like i can play this without feeling <laughs> scared but if i for example would try to play a resident evil game i cannot do that like they scare the shit out of me every time. I still have uh, the memories of playing Resident Evil and every time there is this door and this door opens and then something can be there or something. I go, oh, goosebumps uh, still. I cannot uh, handle that. It's basically when I watch Stranger Things. It's, it's right on the level, okay, I can watch this, but if you make this a little bit scarier, then I'm going to look around at night when it's dark, <laughs> basically. And I think this is mostly the thing I wanted to talk about, about uh, Bioshock. Like, if you haven't played it, I recommend playing it. It is uh, it, it, it's wonderful. And I mostly liked the stories. And for all of you who did play it, um, on my website, caretacular.nl, you can also put a reaction on the article i written about it. That uh, would be great fun. But mostly, I just hope you get like wonderful memories or maybe want to play this game again due to the fact that uh, you you also had like a wonderful experience uh, with it. For me, this is was really one of the moments in my life when you when I was no longer a child because I believe I was twenty one, twenty two or something. Um, but this kind of games make you feel like a child. Like we want to have video games to get away from the world sometimes because uh, things uh, in the world are not always that fun and you want, just want to have an escape. And this video game, especially back then for me, was also a really great escape for me. I could just put my headset on and do something else, like explore the city of Rapture and have a mystery to solve. And it was incredible to do.
So I'm going to leave it with this. I hope you all uh, enjoyed uh, this talk about Bioshock. And um, yeah, I will uh, talk to you next time and I'll do my best to make a little bit more podcast in a regular basis because I quite enjoy making them and talking about uh, movies, video games and TV shows. But uh, yeah, I'll do my best. So talk to you later next time.